First Peter 5, 14. Greet one another with the kiss of love. Peace to all of you who are in Christ. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Will, I feel like... <laughs> Don't you come over that table. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I, be, I was just waiting. Don't take it too literally. You know, there's absolutely no way that we can read this verse and not have some kind of a laugh over it before we get into more serious <laughs> discussion on it. Because it does say to greet one another with the kiss of love. Sure does. When Jason and I were at Auburn together, we had an accountability group that would meet weekly. And there were six of us who were very solid. We would meet every week um, unfailingly. And there was this one, there was this one other guy, I won't mention his name, but he would occasionally come and he was kind of, he just didn't come too often. Yeah. But one time he came in and he actually kissed the top of my head <laughs> and he quoted this verse. That's awesome. And I was That's like, a power move as a guy. <laughs> I know. I know. It was like, like here, we're college guys. And like my friend who sometimes <laughs> comes to accountability group just came and kissed the top of my head. So I kid you not. Yeah. And so, uh, so it was, it was strange. And, but he quoted this verse and it was like, okay, well at least you have a verse to back up what you awkwardly just did. Um, so will, I guess my question to you is, is the Bible telling us to kiss one another or is there something else behind this? What uh, what are the thoughts on the verse? Yeah, I mean, I think it's obviously cultural expression, which to those of us, which and, and it's still a modern day thing, right. you know, depending on, is that in Indonesia when you were there? Is that part of the... They would not do the the kissing on the cheeks. Okay. I don't know anything yeah, about yeah. Indonesia. It's a Muslim culture. It's actually oh, very, yeah. very I, inappropriate. I was, I was about to say, right as I like... Very inappropriate to like touch at all. I was, I was, so the I was kiss would have been... I was like, definitely not. <laughs> but yeah, like in, you know, Latin America and sure. Europe. But so, so really it, it does go beyond. It's like not a surface level command where if we don't kiss one another, it's like we're in sin. Mm -hmm. it, it is a call to community. It is a, a call to honor and, and to, you know, a degree of, of vulnerability within Christian circles. And, and I think we do get this picture of what the church ought to be. It ought to be, you know, really, physically bound as you know, you know it's not a theater that we go into hmm. with other strangers and consume something and leave but the church is a venue for greeting for building relationships yeah and that, that's what i was going to point out i mean i think ultimately this points to relationships yeah totally uh it's saying greet one another with the kiss of love so you have to be so with the kiss of love, obviously there is affection. Yeah, there. Oh, I mean, yeah. you don't you don't go like greet some greet someone with a kiss of love like a random stranger. There's there's relationship there, and there's affection for one another. And so I I think that's kind of like the principle behind this. You know, greeting one another with the kiss of love that you do have an affection for one another. Yeah. And as you're in a church together, as you're in a church together, and you relate to one another and get to know each other. In the same way that like you have affection for those in your immediate family, you're going to have affection for the people in your church family and 
you're you're gonna you're gonna want to show affection for them, you know, and just yeah. and lovingly yeah. uh, care for them and serve them and and greet them when you see them. So I think I, I think that's part of what it's it's getting behind. It you know it's interesting the verse right before this. I mean, this is the last verse in First Peter, the one that we just read. Greet one another with kiss of love. Peace to all you who are in Christ. The verse, the preceding verse, verse thirteen, talks about Mark, which is very interesting. Mm-hmm. Because as you know, most people know Mark and Paul, Mark is John Mark. He also wrote the gospel of Mark, mm-hmm. uh, but he went on the missionary journey with, uh, with Paul and Barnabas and then kind of had this falling out and Paul and Barnabas split over, over John Mark over, yeah. over this Mark. And so it's kind of interesting. I don't know if you have any thoughts there relating it to verse 14 yeah i actually uh joel brooks at redeemer in birmingham he did one of the most memorable sermons i've ever heard was on the he did it like a character study of barnabas and a huge part of it was that sort of splitting between um Mm. paul and and barnabas over mark and you know throughout acts you see uh, Barnabas really sticks his neck on the line for Paul, mm. when, but when Paul has not been brought in by the apostles, mm. he, he vouches for him. And then Barnabas vouches for John Mark. And Paul clearly hates him mm. in, in that moment. Like enough to the, the guy, sort of his spiritual companion from day one, Barnabas, he's willing to completely split over the issue of Mark's presence and here he calls him his son right. and like that is yeah really a remarkable amount of reconciliation and re- restoration well I think it's awesome and it's uh, you know it's Jason's sermon last Sunday on restoring mm-hmm. one another yeah and so this relationship's been restored and you know I, I think he would greet he would greet Mark with the kiss of love you know yeah. he would greet yeah. Mark with this affection yeah. now that they've been restored and so Again, I think it points to like the church is not just coming together and it's this like flowery unity that we all experience. It's like, no, you're going to dive into each other's lives. It's going to get messy. There's going to be some confession of sin. There's going to be some restoring. And then and then you continue to greet one another with yeah. affection. And I think this is a great, you know, especially looking at the the context of everything with Mark. It's a great incentive for us to really pursue any strained relationships that we have and and relationships that we've kind of given up on or friendships that we've left to die. This is a great reminder that in pursuing restoration as best we can in those relationships, it's actually a great opportunity for Christ to be glorified and Mm -hmm. magnified because as we, as we see the story of Paul and Mark unfold 2000 years later, it's still an incredible testimony, testimony yeah. to the restoring power of Christ's love and, and that love displayed in the church and we ought to strive for that with one another that is a very good word for Will Carlisle I'm Barrett Fisher thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm I'm Jason Dees one of the pastors of Christ Covenant and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. 
If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for our daily rhythm.